On April 5th, UNC fans celebrated the 30th anniversary of when their beloved Tar Heels beat Michigan to win their second national title under Dean Smith. It also happened to be the final title they won under their OG. It was in New Orleans, the same location of when Dean Smith won his first national championship thanks to a Michael Jordan game-winning shot and Georgetown passing the ball to James Worthy so he could get an easy bucket at the end of the game. A similar situation in infamy happened in the 1993 National Championship game, a bigger one. Chris Webber, first of all, my man travels, but the refs let him get away with that. Then he gets caught up and he calls a timeout. The problem is Michigan didn't have any timeouts, so it's a technical foul. UNC gets free throws. They get the ball back. Game over. They lose. Why am I bringing up a game from 30 years ago? Well, because that Michigan team was known as the Fab Five. They had five fantastic freshmen in 1991-92 season, led by Chris Webber, also having veteran NBA analyst now, but he played over 10 years in the NBA, Jalen Rose. Jawan Howard, a former All-Star, also played 10-plus years in the NBA. Now the current head coach of Michigan, Jawan Howard. And you also had Ray Jackson and Jimmy King. These guys were all highly touted, blue-chip prospects. They all go to Michigan. They start as freshmen eventually. They make the national title a game and lose to Duke. Next year as sophomores, they make the title game again, and they lose to North Carolina. And after that title game, Chris Webber decides to declare to go to the NBA, becomes the first pick, has a Hall of Fame career. But the, the premise is that you can't win anything with kids. That's the saying. Who invented the saying? The honor goes to Liverpool legend Alan Hansen. He was on Match of the Day. This is the beginning of the 1995-96 Premier League season. Manchester United loses to Ashton Villa 3-1, and Alan Hansen, he says, hey, man. Basically, Ashton Villa were licking their chops when they saw the team sheet, and you can't win anything with youngsters. You need to get experienced players to, you know, solidify the team. You can have talented kids that play, but if that's the basis of what you're doing, then success will not happen. The funny thing is that... <laughs> Manchester United ended up winning the Premier League that season. And, you know, years later, people asked Hansen about the comment. And he's been cool about it. You know, he said United even makes merch. They send him gear, you know, <laughs> with the phrase on it, you can't win anything with kids. And years later, he talked about how, uh, and I quote, this is um, an interview he did with Gold.com. He said, and don't forget, and excuse me, and I quote, and don't forget that the spine of that team included Peter Schmeichel, Steve Bruce, Gary Paulister, and Eric Cantona. So yes, it was a young team that had Gary Neville, Beckham, Skulls, Giggs, but the spine were veterans. The defense were veterans. Their main man in attack, Eric Cantona, was a veteran. And that was important. That Man United team, it's interesting. 
that can be considered the youngest team to win the Premier League and overall age of the squad, while 2004-2005 Chelsea is considered the youngest starting 11 to win the Champions League, or excuse me, the Premier League. So that average age of that United team was about like 25 and 4 months, while the average age of the Chelsea starting the lineup was about 24 and 3 months. And that season is interesting because it's right after Arsenal goes undefeated, Jose Mourinho's first year in England, fresh off winning the Champions League with Porto, fresh off, you know, having domestic trebles, including the Europa League with Porto. So you come as an experienced coach that has won things at a high level. You combine that with the Chelsea team that was already there, with good recruitment, including getting Drogba, getting Peter Cech, getting Aaron Robin, John Terry. So they had a young core that had talent. They also had veterans. But the difference that gave this team the advantage was Jose Mourinho's tactics. At that time, everybody in England was basically playing 4-4-2. He said, I'm going to play 4-4-3. And that extra man in midfield is going to give me control and stability to protect the back line. That was Claude Makalele, you know, one of the best DMs ever. That Chelsea team ends up only conceding 15 goals that season, a record that still stands in the Premier League. So you see with one team, 95-96 United also, they already had Alex Ferguson already won championships in Scotland and in England. He already understood how to guide a team through the journey, how to ingratiate young players while keeping the veterans happy. He understood all these things. And that is where we have to come to my favorite team, Arsenal. We are currently, you know, first place in the Premier League. But, you know, it's, 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 it's going to be gone very soon. Arsenal has had three consecutive draws. In Liverpool, they were up 2-0, concede two, draw. Against Ashton Villa, they go up 2-0, concede two, it's a draw. In both games, Ashton Villa and Liverpool can feel like, hey, man, we should have won. And then yesterday, you have, <laughs> you have Southampton, who's in the relegation zone, coming to Arsenal and bodying these boys. They up. 1-0 in the first minute because Aaron Ramsdale, you know, he don't know what to do. He just gave it right to the team, to the ops, and then let them score. And then 13 minutes after that, one of my favorite Arsenal players growing up, Theo Walcott, scores. And, you know, Martinelli gets one back in the 20th minute. So we go down 2-1 halftime. They fight back. Odegaard scores in the 88. Saka scores in the 90th and it ends in a 3-3 draw. Now, you would say, hey, Dan, you should be happy with that. They showed fight to come back and tie the game. You're right. But now, after 32 matches, they have 75 points. While second place, Manchester City, after 30 matches, has 70 points. They have two games in hand. The next time Arsenal and Manchester City play in the Premier League, it'll be against each other. At the Etihad on Wednesday, I believe Arsenal has lost the league already because of the lack of experience from the head coach, Mikel Arteta, from handling these situations. 
And then injuries to William Saliba. Tamiyasu has weakened the back line where Rob Holden has to play. Also, Zinchenko's recently gotten knocked. He hasn't been able to play. Even though he was, you know, <laughs> they got nutmeg for the equalizer against Liverpool. You can't deny his impact. He did play yesterday, but man, he didn't look the same. He was when uh, Arsenal went down 2-0. He brought the team together trying to rally the troops. Maybe it worked. So salute to Zinchenko. His leadership is important. His playmaking, his build-up a game is important. But defensively, he's a liability. It is what it is. Partey, Thomas Partey. Hey, my man, was a, he's been a shell of himself for the last few weeks. He went from being in discussion of the best defensive midfielder in the Premier League to being one of the biggest jokers, man. Because this guy, I know granted Shaka didn't play, and that probably did help him to not have someone in front of him helping to, you know, press, win balls back because Fabio Vieira, hey man, ghost in the midfield. It's tough, you know. I think Arsenal, hey, they've done well to they're the youngest second youngest team in the league this year. Average age, I think a little over twenty four years old. So for them to be in the title race this long has been amazing. But it goes to show it was more so because of Liverpool, Chelsea, United, Tottenham, even City having slow starts. City has awakened. They on our ass, pause and they're going to take over the league soon. I think they're going to win the trouble. It's in the cards. But, yeah, you can't win anything with kids. I think you can, but it has to be a balance. And with us, we don't have the balance because our OGs are the ones making the mistakes. Ramsdale's making the mistakes. Partey's making the mistakes. Shaka is hyping up the Liverpool crowd, making them come back into the game. Our OGs are making the mistakes. Martinelli, Saka... They're playing strong. Saka did miss the penalty that, you know, could have put Arsenal ahead 3-1 against West Ham. It ended up being a 2-2 draw. So, yeah, he's had moments where he shrunk under pressure. But then he also had the equalizer yesterday. So, salute to the kids. Still a great season. But, yeah, Arsenal, moving forward, you have to have more balance. The young, I can't even blame. I don't even say this title is because... We have a young team. I think it's more so because our veteran players didn't show up, aren't showing up, and then an injury to Saliba, our best center back, has showed how bad our defense is when he's not there. Gabriel don't look as calm and steady as he used to be. And, yeah, it's tough. I mean, Rob Holden ain't good, man. I I get it. He's a cool mascot. He's a nice guy, I'm sure. He probably showed Gabriel where to go to get hair plugs and all that. I'm sure he's a nice friend to Ramsdale, you know. But, hey, if we want to win something, we got to improve the depth in the team. And that's where it goes to it. So, hey, even though we're not going to win the league, we are going to the Champions League. So we need to balance our team, get more depth, and try to push on because the PL is not going to be sweet next year. More teams are going to invest. You got Brighton on the come up. You got Newcastle ready to spend. So it's going to be interesting. So, We'll see how it goes, you know. They say you can't win anything with kids. I've given you two examples of when we did see it in the PL. Can Arsenal be the third, you know? I hope so. <laughs> but this episode of The Last Dan, I'm going to holler at y'all later. Peace.